Welcome to this green church. We're a Christian community on a mission to raise saviors, believers that are righteous and supernatural, to succeed, lead, and have transformational societal impact. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. and Wednesday at 6 p.m. to be a part of this amazing service. Be blessed as you listen. Inside out. Tonight's topic, inside out. Everything proceeds from your inside, good or bad. Everything proceeds from your inside, good or bad. Everything proceeds from your inside, good or bad. Matthew 15. Matthew 15. Verse 1 and 2 first, then verse 11, then verse 15. Matthew 15, 1 and 2. We can do NIV. Let's be there together. Matthew 15, 1 and 2, the NIV. All right. Are we there? One to go, then some Pharisees and children of the law came to Jesus from Jerusalem and asked. Verse 2. Why do your disciples, yeah, they don't wash their hands before they eat? Wow. So, you had some time with Jesus. You caught him to ask me a question. And this is what you came to ask Jesus. Why are disciples not washing their hands? Wow. Looking back now, we see how ridiculous their thinking was. All you could ask the master is why are your guys not washing their hands? This is what blind faith does to people. Blind faith makes you cram things without understanding why it was put there. So, Every law, even in you know, human societies, every law has a reason. Something was placed there to solve or to check. So without that reason, the law can be wrongly applied. Amen. All right? So they came to Jesus and to ask him, why are disciples eating without washing their hands? Like asking you guys in January, why is your church not fasting? Amen. Everybody do at night, you would not do. Now everybody is fasting, and you who are eating. Amen. Why are you guys eating? Verse 11. Christ says, Yab them. Christ says, Yab them first. But let's ignore that, okay? For now, you have them actually. Yeah. But verse 11. Let's have on verse 10. Verse 10. Once ago, Jesus called the crowd to him and said, Listen and understand. Verse 11. What goes into someone's mouth does not defile them, but what comes out of their mouth, this is what defiles them. Look at this. That what defiles you is not what you eat. Amen. What defiles you is not what you eat or don't eat. So, eating without with washed hands or unwashed hands 
Uh, what defiles you, what defiles a man, is not what the man eats or does not eat. All right? What, what comes out from their mouth, this is what defiles them. Hmm. Verse 15. <laughs> Peter said, explain the parable to us. So, this simple thing looked hard to Peter. When you have seen something over a while, when you have been fed a lie over a while, you know, even though it's simple, it's your reality. It's what you know. Even though it is simple, and it should be clear to you that it's not to make sense, right? But what you have been fed over a while, you know, just because of what you believe. <laughs> Verse 16 together. Are you still so dull? Jesus asked them. Wow. Verse 17. Don't you see that whatever enters the mouth goes where? To the stomach and then out of the body. Verse 18. But the things that come out of a person's mouth come from the heart and this defile them. Verse 19. For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual, sexual immorality, theft, false testimony, slander. Verse 20. These are what defile a person, but eating with the hand does not defile them. Look at that. That what you eat goes into your body and comes out. It's common sense. All right? Amen. But things from your mouth proceeds from your heart. And this is what defiles a person. He says, for from the heart comes evil thoughts or good thoughts. From the heart, these are the real issues. From the heart comes, you know, evil thoughts. Look at this. So, it begins first with evil thoughts. From the heart comes evil thoughts. Then, murder, right? Adultery, and all that. That what we do starts first with thoughts in the heart. That everything you do, they are a product of things in your heart. That the real issues are things of the heart. Amen. But that what you eat goes into your mouth and comes out from your body. So we need to look beyond, you know, the rules of eating and all that to the real issues, things of the heart. First Corinthians 8 verse 8. First Corinthians 8 verse 8. Want to go? First Corinthians 8 verse 8. Want to go? But food does not bring us near to God. We are no worse if we do not eat and no better if we do. You see that? Hmm. Food does not bring us close to God. We are no worse, amen, if we eat or don't eat. So, your not eating doesn't make you close to God. Amen now. It does not eat, so really, what's, your, what's the point? Alright? So, you are no more, no, you're no more spiritual because you don't eat your food, because you fasted. It doesn't make you more spiritual. 
Food is for the body. Amen. Food is for the body. Food does not elevate your spirit or elevate it. Alright? So, as I always say, fasting is not about eating or not eating, but about what? Separation unto God for a purpose. It's about giving time to prayer and study and repentance. Alright? So, it's not really about food. In fact, I would insist that in 2023, the real fast is to go offline for a day and just pray and study. That for me is real fasting. Yeah. Yeah. Because now, our, our, our distractions right now is not food. It is mostly our phones. That's where we are most distracted. So, I will say if you can take a month off Netflix, off Twitter, and all that just to study and pray, I will say, man, you've done some good work. And I will say again that many people cannot function without eating. They can't even pray well without eating. Amen now. They can't even study without eating. So when you're now, you're now so tired you're sleeping, what's the point? Why are you helping? Amen now. You are fasting, but you are sleeping. All you did is slept from. Look at this. people fast. So, I wake up at 7 o'clock. These are the serious ones, though. Serious ones, pray 7 to 8. All right? Yeah, press seven to eight. You go to work, clean your house. Uh, six o'clock. All right? Yeah, that's your goal. I must make six o'clock. So, seven to eight, you pray serious ones. You do your chores at home. You go to work and all that kind of stuff. Ocean show six. If you work from home and you're tired because you know it, you'll sleep for like two hours. Your point is that by six o'clock, we'll break. So by five, we now go and what? Pray. Amen now. So most most times the real work, the real spiritual work they do, the real spiritual work they do is between is seven and eight, five to six. Amen. So it's not really about not eating your food. I would advise you eat light so that you can focus on the prayer and the study. In fact, don't make food the rule so it doesn't distract your head while you're praying. You get? Once, once that rule becomes in your focus, I will not eat. You want to eat. Amen. So, just deliberately give time to spirituals. Give time to study. Give time to prayer. Now, I don't think it's a good move to be so weak in January. You cannot, cannot plan for the year. You cannot take good steps in the beginning of the year. That you fast all, the, all January. You're also physically and mentally weak. You can't do real stuff in January. I'm not sure it's a wise move. Amen. So the advice, focus on study and prayer. Let food be a minor matter to you. What defiles a man is what goes into his heart. Everything proceeds from your inside, not from your stomach, but from your heart. Are we still together? Luke 6. Luke 6, from 43 to 45. Luke 6, 43 to 45. 
Are we there? Everything you do, all you are, proceeds from your heart. Are we there? Want to go? No good tree bears bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. 44, together, each tree is recognized by its own fruit. People did not pick figs from thorn bushes or grapes from bears. 45, a good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart. And an evil man brings things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Look at that. So he says, I cannot expect good things, good fruit from a bad tree and vice versa. That if I want to produce better fruit, I have to change the tree it's coming from. Amen. That so also a good man brings forth good things from the good things that he has what? Stored up in his heart. You didn't just say good things that just merely fell there. Good things stored up. So, you know, every day we are doing a storage of good or bad things in our hearts. Amen. So, also the evil man brings from his, from his own heart evil things stored up in his heart. For he says, you will speak or you will act what your heart is full of. Amen. You will speak, you will do what your heart is full of. And most times we even do them unconsciously. Amen. This is your actions, your behavior unconsciously. Don't think about it, just do it. Thoughts becomes habit and becomes character. Your thoughts, they become your habits and they become your character. You will only bring out things stored up in your heart, whether it is good or bad. So, if you are poor in your thinking, you will be poor in your life. It's a law. It's a law that cannot be broken. If you are small in your thinking, you will be small in your life. It's a law. Because you will only act with the way you are in your heart. If you are small, you will take small steps. If you certainly get big, you go back, back to small. There's no way about it. People win lottery and go back to zero naira. Why? They're always poor. Money does not make them rich. Money does not make rich. Money is not wealth. Who you are in your thinking is whether rich or poor. So, rich people that are rich in their thinking take rich actions. Hallelujah. You will only do what you have stored up in your heart. I mean, that we, we do those things even without thinking about them. So the art of the matter is the matter of the art. Hmm. The art of the matter is the matter of the art. Genesis 3. Genesis 3. Are we still together? Genesis 3. From verse 1. Your art is shaping your life. Your thoughts are things. Mm. 
Let's start from verse 1. Are we there? Genesis 3 from verse 1. One to go, now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? Verse 2. Yeah, we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say you must not eat fruit from the tree that's in the middle of the garden. Yeah, you must not touch it or you will die. Verse 4. Hmm. Let's take it together one more time. You will not certainly die, serpent said to the woman. For God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened and you'll be like God, knowing good and evil. Verse 6. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasant to the eye and what? Desirable for gaining wisdom. She took some and ate. She also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they realized that they were naked. So they sewed thick leaves together and made coverings for themselves. Verse 8. Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And they eat from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Verse 9. But the Lord God called to the man, Where are you? 10. He said and said, I heard you in the garden. And I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. Verse 11. And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from? Good question. Who told you that you are naked? So it means you ate something that changed your thinking. They were always naked. It wasn't a problem. Amen. Suddenly they ate something and their thinking changed and they began to feel small, began to feel naked. That what you see, what you hear, shapes how you feel about yourself. Hallelujah. That what you see, what you hear, shapes what you feel about yourselves. That words and what we see affects emotions. That words, pictures, music affect thoughts and affect emotions. That what you are doing, look at what you heard. You are doing what you have heard and seen over time. That your actions are from information. So, who told you? That the things you are acting and doing are a product of what you have heard or seen. So, who told you you are naked? So, who told you this can't be done? Who are you talking to? That's God's question to them. Who, this thing you did, someone told you, you talked to somebody. This is not you. This is not your real face. There's, not, there's a new one. This is not you. Okay? Who were you talking to? Amen. So, who told you it can't be done? Who told you you cannot marry well? Who told you all men are, and vice versa? Amen. 
Who told you? Who told you that you don't want kids? Who told you? Yeah. Who told you that you don't want kids? Who have you been listening to? Who told you that Nigeria has no hope and the only way out is Jaguar? Who have you been listening to? All we decide to do, all we do are from information. We act based on thinking, based on what we have seen and what we have heard. So, we must then question the way I'm thinking now. Where is it coming from? Amen. Every choice is what a product of information. So, what has formed your own decisions? What is forming choices you are making in life? Whose voice is controlling your life? Hmm. Whose voice is controlling your life? Hallelujah. What you hear is shaping your faith and your character. We are all controlled by information. We are all controlled by information. All of us. Either from the God of the, from the God G-O-D, small letter G, of the air, God of this age, or what was meant to be natural human thinking that is even most times a fruit of the God of this age or the spirit of God. But we are all controlled by information. We are all controlled by information. We are all, we are all acting on what we have been exposed to. Alright? So who is controlling you? Whose voice is dictating your life? Second Corinthians 4. Second Corinthians four, verse three and four. Are we together tonight? Is it going well? Verse three. Want to go? And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. Verse four. Are we together? Verse four together. The God of this age has what planted the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see that of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ who is the image of God. So, talking about here, the effect of the God of this age, that he has blinded the hearts of some people so they cannot see the truth. Many have layers of blindfold over their lives. They have many layers of blindfold. Hallelujah. Ephesians 4 says, Ephesians 2 verse 1 there, down there. It says, the God, the spirit of the air, controls those who are disobedient. So, they think they are acting on their own, on their own impulses, but they are feed from the spirit of the air. We are all controlled by information. So, whose voice is controlling your choices? So, I'm going to understand. What you have seen or heard over time goes into your heart and comes out of you as habits and character. What you have seen 
or heard over time goes into your heart and is now seen in your character, in your habits and your character. And it's, it's unconscious. That's what that is unconscious. It is unconscious. That's where the work is. It is this doesn't happen. Pam, I can think about it. So I can only change my life by changing my thinking. Second Corinthians 10. Start from verse 3. For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. Verse 4. The weapons we fight with, another weapons of this, of this world, on the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. Look at the strongholds, verse 5. We demolish what? Arguments and every pretension that what? Set itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take what? Captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Look at that. So, he calls thoughts, strongholds that we fight against. He calls thoughts, arguments, pretensions, theologies, doctrines, wrong thinking. He calls them strongholds that we wage war against. So he says, changing your thinking is warfare. Yeah. Changing how you think is warfare. Because you rise and fall to the level of your thoughts. You rise and fall to the level of your thinking. So he calls this war. That the fight of your thinking is war. That is like you are bringing down strongholds. So imagine, you know, you're going to a city, but there's a big wall, a strong wall before you. They have to bring down to go in. Look at that. So it is work. You have to tear it down. And most times it's torn down bit by bit. Bit by bit. Hallelujah. So to go ahead in life, you must wage the war of winning over wrong thinking. Hallelujah. And this is why we must continue to, to, to hear sound doctrine repeated over and over and over. Because these things go down bit by bit. We rise and fall to the level of our thoughts. If I can change your thinking, I can change your life. So, you see the world, not the way the world is, but the way you are. You see the world, not the way the world is. You see the world the way you are. You see the world through your own eyes. Through the eyes of your understanding. That's why Paul prayed that the eyes of our understanding may be what? Enlightened. Flooded with the light of God. So that we can see the world in a different way. So we can see possibilities. Hallelujah. 
is why Christ always knew what to do. He was seeing the word from his own renewed thinking. Hallelujah. We must begin to see the word through the eyes of Jesus. That's Corinthians 2. See the word through his eyes. Discern things through his eyes. It will shape how you see life. They brought to him a crowd that he needed to feed. And the guys there said with their own new thinking, how do we feed this crowd? But he always knew what to do. Seeing the world with a different kind of thinking. Where men see casting down, seeing lifting up. Where men see darkness, seeing lights. Where men see there is no way here, seeing this is the best route here. Hallelujah. Vision makes leaders. Seeing things differently, what makes a leader? Hallelujah. Seeing things on a higher plane, what makes a leader? That's how you stand out in life. That we see things differently. The way men say there's no hope here, you are seeing right where the wish, where you should pass. It says, you will make a way in the wilderness. You will see rivers even in the deserts. You see the world the way you are. So, we must then deliberately know that we must protect our hearts like his wall. Verse 423. Says, guard your heart with all what? With all diligence. And if he says, above all things, guard your heart. For out of your heart proceeds the issues of life. Some people have issues. EUs. Hmm? Africans have EUs with poverty and bad leadership. See, we must renew our thinking. We must see wealth in people, not in things. Africans will kill people to get things. Yeah, because why? We don't see wealth in people. Why you do blood, blood money rituals? Because we don't see wealth in people. The more stranger will see life. Hallelujah. Are we still together? So the first Adam, with the help of his good wife, heard the devil's words, heard the wrong thing, and did the wrong thing. She heard something. He heard something, right? They both heard something, and they did the wrong thing. See, Matthew 4. The devil came to Jesus again to say something. Hallelujah. To say something is a war of conversations. Are we still together? Matthew 4. Matthew 4. Are we there? From verse 1. If I just say I'm there. Amen. Alright? Verse 1. Once we go, then Jesus was led 
by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Verse 2, after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. Tempter came to him and said, if you are son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Look at this. So telling him, you are not sure you are the son of God. You are not sure. That's the idea of the of temptation. So it's not about the bread safe. It's about identity. Like he told the first Adam, you don't see well yet now, you don't see clearly. When you eat this, you'll be like God. So you're not here like God. That's the idea. It's a war of conversations. Okay? That if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Verse 4. Just answered, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. So, he was telling him that, you know, man that will truly live must build his life on the word. That I must allow the word shape how I see myself. I don't allow hunger. That was the idea. He was hungry. So if, if you do miracle and, and produce food automatically, you're a child of God. Says, I don't allow my world outside of me dictate who I am. I know who I am by the word. The word shapes my thinking. I see life through the word of God. Amen. So I'm not broke because I'm broke. I get my point here. I must not allow the broke in my account to become broke in my heart. He says, the way your physical body lives on bread, that you must eat to stay alive. He says, so also is your spiritual man kept healthy by feeding on the word of God. That the way physical body lives on food is how the spiritual man lives on the word. That you must live on the word. I must allow the word to shape my inside. Amen. We must eat for the spiritual man to stay well and healthy. Eat spiritual food to see the world through the eyes of God. Again, 12 guys went to Canaan to go and spy. They saw the same things and said different things. In fact, they saw the same thing but saw different things. So, with their physical eyes, they saw the same thing. Or their inner eyes, they saw different things and then said different things because out of the earth flows things that come from the mouth. They all saw the same things. Then said, they are like giants and are like grasshoppers. Two said, we saw, the, we saw them, right? But we are able. Those two had their thinking shaped by the word of God. That God has said, go and take it. The other ten by Egypt on a new thinking. What you see will determine how you approach life. I must see the world through the eyes of God. The world has a cleansing effect on us. The world has a cleansing effect on us. The world has a what? Cleansing effect on us. The world cleans your thinking. The world cleans your thinking. The world makes you see yourself the way God sees you. 
Hallelujah. Romans 12. 1 to 3. Romans 12. 1 to 3. Oh, change your thinking. Change your thinking. One will see this word in scripture, repent. People just think it means change your behavior. No, it means change your thinking. Change, that's one of many repentance. Change your thinking. Because thinking produces behavior. Repent means think differently. Because thinking dictates behavior. Romans 12, 1 to 3. Are we there? I didn't get, get the response. Are we there? Okay, let's go together. Want to go? Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Verse 2, not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed out by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and prove what God's will is. It's good, pleasing, and perfect. Yeah, that's okay. So he says, you know, it is when you renew your mind that you can, you, can, you can actually do the will of God. He says, don't conform to the world, but be transformed. How? By the renewing of your mind. That if you ask the, belief, the, 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 the faith life, it will come from renewing your mind. And if you give your body to Christ, sacrifice. If, you, if you live in your, your physical realities, because you have you live, it will come by change of thinking. Changing your thinking. Since you are transformed by the renewing of the mind. Transform means you are changed step by step by renewing of the mind. So, your tomorrow is in your change of thinking. Where you are going to, or where you ought to go to, is in your change of thinking. It means you must have several levels of repentance to get where you are going to. Change of thinking. That was silly. That was stupid. That was unwise. This is better. So, to change your thinking is growth. And say, this is who I am. Stop it now. Stop it. Don't say it again. Don't say it again. This is who I am. I'm trying to change me. What are you? What have you done? Let's change you. So you can move forward in life. Amen now. Allow yourself to evolve. Allow yourself to evolve into better. Don't stay stuck somewhere. Again, unfreeze your thinking. Allow God's word to shape your thinking. Move forward in life. Make progress by renewed thinking. Let old thinking patterns go. Where you are now is where your thoughts led you to. Amen. Where you are now is where your thoughts led you to. Your tomorrow is in new thinking. You know, some miracles have happened, but they can't be seen because the renewed, unrenewed mind will not let it happen. That the way you think puts you in a box of your realities. To go further, you have to change the way you think. Amen. Some people's prayer point is waiting for change of thinking. The way they think it will not work. The way they think 
it cannot work. Not even God can help them with what they think. So they pray to God, and God tells them, change your thinking. They fast and they pray. Nothing moves, nothing changes. Because the answer is in change of thinking. Change of thinking. So, if I put things in my mind consciously, to go to my subconscious mind and shape my deeds, habits, and character. If I put things in my mind consciously, consciously, over time, to go into my subconscious and change my thinking, my character. Let me say it again. This is what means to renew your mind. This is what renew your mind means. That's what the simple meaning of renew your mind. That I can deliberately put new thoughts, new thoughts in my mind, consciously. And then it goes into my unconscious and will then change my deeds, my habits, my character, and my deeds. So I only become what I have put in my mind. I only become what I have put in my mind. So wisdom says, where you want to go to, put it in your mind. Some of us thinking, it be my day, my day. It be my day, my day. Oh, I'm good, I'm good. Hey, it's not by singing song. You have to put it in your heart. It's not just, it's not just singing songs. You have to, you have to put, do the work of renewing your mind. Where are you going to? Put thoughts that match where you are going to to your heart. Put thoughts that match your dreams into your heart. Allow your heart to be great. Amen. Just sit down there and think new thoughts. You only become what you see. So, deliberately see. God told Abraham, come out and see. Meaning it's your job to come out and see. So it means I can come out and see. Do you understand? It's deliberate work. Where I am going to, I've got to put it in my thinking. Once a thought gets a hold of my heart, you'll find that over time, find yourself taking steps to make it happen. That once a thought takes a hold of your heart, over time, you'll see that you're just taking steps to make it happen. Both good and bad. Both good and bad. That's why some people, if they meet a loving man or woman, they will spoil it. The heart will counter the love. It must spoil. It's not a cost, it will spoil. Yeah, it, must, it cannot work. They tell themselves, why, why should she love me? Who am I? I don't have money. I don't have that. They, start, they will spoil it unconsciously. They, they don't even know why, but it just spoils. And vice versa. Allow your heart to believe good things. You can be that. God said it to you. You can achieve it. It is doable. You can have a good home. You can have a good, you know, good family. You can have a great job. A great business. You can thrive in life. You can succeed. Why not you? If not you, then who? Amen. 
And it is deliberate work. If you grew up poor, you have work to do, sir. Because you had all your life, we don't have money. We don't have money. We don't have money. Guy, men don't lie to you. Your thought is we don't have money. And you can't have money that way. Are you seeing now rich kids their stuff? Just there. You tell someone to give you invoice for the same job. Poor mask can give you 50k. Rich mask is 500k. Doesn't know poverty. Doesn't know lack. Doesn't know. Doesn't know that there's. Doesn't know that there's no money. Doesn't know there's no money. So the same job. Someone does 500 k The same. The same job. But doesn't know there's something called lack. Change your thinking. Some people have gone into big places, but small thinking sent them back. They saw them, they heard them, and knew this is not meant for the job. It's too small for it. Not because it's not smart, but because the thinking was small. When it got in, it just smelled small. It mm. just talked, and it just looked small. Change your thinking. When you change your thinking, it will show in your talking and in your dressing. When you change your thinking, it will show in your carriage. You will look differently. How you look is a statement. How you look is a statement. They called you for a meeting. You have just one chance. You now your clothes. Never took light. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You had just one chance. And you went in unprepared. Or you are praying and fasting. Just one chance. Protect your thinking. Beware of the live, what they call it, or the Pharisees. Beware of the, is it living, they call it now, or the Pharisees. Christ told disciples. Beware of the his doctrine. Beware of wrong thinking. That's the idea. You know, these guys were so smart. They're like, ah, he's talking about because you don't have bread. This guy, I'm telling you to beware of the teaching of the Pharisees. Beware of wrong teaching because it will form wrong thinking and shape your life. Beware of God in the box. Religion in the box. Small thinking. No dreams, no vision, no ambition. Nothing. Just die and go to heaven. Make no mark. Just be quiet about just. This is a major struggle in Nigeria and a major struggle of religion in Nigeria. It's small, no ambition. Once you call money, everybody's afraid. Once you just talk about money, the whole church of God in Nigeria is, while I've come, Money? How can you want money? I'm sorry. By influence, the body starts shaking. Strong hold of bad thinking. It says, I give you the key of David. Whatever you open is open. Over short to short. Authority, influence. 
space. If you are for Yeshua, you are meant to be head and not tail. You have to play small. Don't play small. Only you broke. Only you seek. Every time. We are for Yeshua. Come on now. You know to Israel, being, you know, when they were poor in issues, it meant that God had left them. When things don't work, it meant that God had left them. I don't talk about it as a curse. It's a curse. In scripture, poverty, the fruit of the curse. So, by faith, you ought to be rising and rising and rising. And you can start small, but you keep making progress. Hallelujah. So, guard your heart with all diligence. Out of it flows the issues of our lives. So, who you are is flowing from your heart. Who you will be will flow from your heart. Thoughts become strongholds. Thoughts become strongholds. So, you can now leverage on this to build the right strongholds for your success. You can leverage on this to build the right strongholds for your success. Thoughts become strongholds. So you can then leverage on this to build the right thoughts for your success. The right strongholds for your success. What goes into a heart comes out in a life. What goes into a heart comes out in your life. Why do people like see you grads? They hate bishop. They like see you grads. Have you not seen it? They don't like the man. No. They like a student. Why? What he has put into them. That taking off, you can't do it. We are egos. We swear. They, they believe themselves well. They believe in themselves. They believe. It's a product of teaching. You prosper only as your soul prospers. Amen. So, you can't take out things from your heart. You know you can't. You can only put new things inside. That's the job. So, you have to deliberately replace wrong thinking with right thinking. It is when you feed yourself with right thinking that God by the Spirit takes out wrong thinking. Okay? It's done by the Spirit through your own impute of the right things. Joshua 1 8. Joshua 1 8. So, as you take in the right thoughts and avoid the wrong ones, you are changing your thinking. As you take in the word, the right thoughts and avoid the wrong ones, Sometimes 
Blocking some people is an act of righteousness, an act of faith. Amen. Beware of the living of the Pharisees. It means if you can't mute them, if you can't block them, it's an act of faith. It's in love, oh. we are not fighting, but just day or day. Yeah, avoid me. Not that we fight, but mm, bad vibes. You toast on your dream once, it killed the dream. No next time. Come back by the more. You know when it comes to talking about dreams. Before the dream landed, they have chewed it, they have finished it. Hallelujah. You shall want it. Are you here? You have gone home. Joshua 1.8. Let's do... Okay, we can do whatever is fine. Okay, once we go, keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night. So that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you'll be prosperous and successful. He says the way to change your thinking is to put the word of God on your lips. He did not say when you feel like you will do it. He says the word must not depart from your lips. So you must preach the word to yourself. He says you will then meditate on it day and night. Like prescription. He says you will find time in your day to chew on the word day and night. So you think about it. See, meditate means to chew over the same things again and again. Chew a bye. Chew a bye. You know, think I'm go like this. Think I'm come like this. Think it like this. Think it like this. Now, it now also goes out to mean like turn it to, turn it into, into, into pictures in your head. Make, make it pictures in your head. Make, take, turn it to, take it from reading, from text to pictures. Picture it. Picture it. What God says in the word, turn it to a picture of yourself. See yourself in it. What does this mean to me? The Bible says, righteous are fresh like a palm tree. What does that mean to me? What does it mean to fresh like a palm tree? What does it mean to me, to a human being, to fresh like a palm tree? What does it mean? Think about it. It says, their leaves are evergreen. What does it mean? Think about it. Doesn't that be tall like a palm tree? No. When people see me, I'm flourishing. That's what it means, right? So what would they see? Would they see me broke and sick and but I'm, I'm flourishing? Is that what it means? No. It gives vibes of royalty that things are working for me. So I must turn it into pictures. I must turn the word into pictures. I must put myself in it. I must let it to become a new picture in my thinking. Hallelujah. What we see is strong. Visuals are strong. Right, people will sell cars with naked girl. They are selling a car, but this naked, naked girl sell it. Because why? It's a strong visual. Amen. You want to know what naked girl with car? 
Because visuals have power. Do you understand? So you have to use visuals to change your life also. Turn that Bible scripture into pictures in your head. How will I look like if I'm flourishing? If I'm bearing fruit in every season, what would I look like? If all I do prospers, what would that look like? If I'm blessed, God, I'm blessed coming in, what does it look like? What does it look like? I have to picture it. Turn the word into pictures and then be seeing those pictures in your head. Just shut down sometimes and just see the pictures. That be sure. What do you do? What do you do? It says, it says, I read and I think. How do you spend your time every day? It says, I read and I think. I read and I think. Deliberate work, I read and I think. Meditation is sitting on that stuff. Turning it into pictures and seeing it. Just off lights in your room. Just put off the lights. And just see with your eyes. Join the eyes. You know, when, 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 when everywhere is dark, this guy has gone. I mean, yes! They begin to see with your imagination. See your tomorrow in your imagination. Just see it. See it. See it. Turn the word into pictures. Meditate on it day and night. It says, when you do that, it says you will be able to do everything written in it. I only do this in my thinking. That's the idea. It's not first work. That first, that first one is hard. You know, but what does become my thinking? It's automatic, it's run. So it says when I meditate on, on scripture, I will then do it. So when I then do it, I, by so doing, will make my way prosperous and I will have good success. So it's not, it's not, it's not a zoo. It's a labor of changing how I think that will then change what I do that will then change my life. It's why sometimes growth looks slow because it's about changing your thinking. Second Corinthians 3.18 Second Corinthians 3.18. Second Corinthians 3.18. And we all, with unveiled faces, look at this, contemplate the lost glory, are being transformed into his image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. And we all with unveiled faces, meaning we can see. He says, We all, we then contemplate, meaning that we behold it, we gaze on it, we scan through it, we look at it intently, consistently over time. He says, We are then trans, we are being trans. No, no, it's not, 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 not momentary, it's not just a one time thing. He says, We are being transformed as we behold more. We are transformed more into the same image from glory to glory. It's step by step. It's a process. But it only comes by beholding. Beholding means to intently gaze. To intently gaze. To intently gaze. So, so listen to what I thought about the year. This promise is planned for the year. You have to intently gaze. Intently gaze at it. Meditate, meditate on it. Turn it, to, turn it to see yourself in those things. 
See yourself what they have called you to be. See yourself doing it. Go there in your thinking. Go there in your mind. Where you are going to, go there in your thinking. We must find time in our day to imagine stuff, to think, meditate, to dream. We must be on our schedule. In fact, when we say pray, pray for morning devotion, after the devotion time, we are finished doing joint prayer. Just wait a little and just think. Ten minutes. Just, just, just think. Just don't pray. Just try. Just shut up and just dream. Then we talk too much. Just. No, we think prayer is just sometimes just mini architecture. You are thinking. You are thinking. Libra esulati. You are thinking. It's not religion, no. It's a walk with God. It's, communi- it's, it's, it's communication. It's not just, yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes just calm down. And just, just conversations. Just talk. Just think. Okay? Put that in your heart and pray in tongues quietly. Or, you know, just chew right in tongues. Just think. People grab, grab, let's, let's rest. Your grab is too much. You're not working. Religion likes activity. Gra gra. We pray ten hours. I know you pray ten hours. What, 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 what do you come out of it with? What came out of it? Amen. Why do we pray? Focus, focus on the why, not the how long. The why will give you the how long per time. Amen. The why we pray will give you the how long per time. Substance over form. Protect possibility thinking. Protect it. Keep doubt out of your life by protecting your space. By protecting your space. This is real fasting. To, to shut yourself in and keep yourself there till you have, you know, till your faith baby has grown well. You know, when some people get pregnant, tell them, with the way your, your body is, stay at home for the next few, next few weeks. You know, they say that a lot. Why? To a point when the baby is safe, or at least less risk of, of, of miscarriage. So also, you must keep your faith baby till it can stand exposure. So you will stay there, shut yourself in. So it means I find time in my day to think and pray about the same thing. I study, I think, and pray about the same thing. Up to the point where the baby is well formed in my, in my spiritual womb. So that it's fine. Now I can, I can stand the world, I can stand, I can stand the attacks. This is the fast, you know. The fasting is to hear God and to keep hearing God until the idea is fully formed in my heart. Shut yourself in to put the right things into your life. Invest in your ability to think creative thoughts. Proverbs 4, 7 to 9. Proverbs 4. Proverbs 4. 7 to 9, then from 2023. Proverbs 4, 7 to 9. Are we there? Together, please. This is important. Together, together. Proverbs 4, 
7 to 9. Once ago, the beginning of wisdom is this. Look at this. Get wisdom. Though it costs all you have, get understanding. Look at that. It says, though it costs money eh, to buy the books, the sermons, though it costs you time and Netflix, time and Twitter, he says, <laughs> though it costs all you have, get understanding. Verse 8 together, cherish her and she will exalt you. Embrace her and she will honor you. She will give you a garland to grace your head and present you with a glorious crown. Verse 20. Verse 20. Yeah. My son, pay attention to what I say. Tom, you're here to my words. 21, look at this. Do not let them out of your sight. Deliberate work. Keep them within your heart for they are life to those who find them and health to all one's body. 23. Above all else, above everything, guard your heart for everything you do flows from within it. So he says, buy wisdom with all it costs you. Put it into your heart. Keep wisdom before your eyes. Guard your heart by only allowing good things in. Hallelujah. Good thinking, good products. Good thinking, good products. Good thinking, good products. So, my monition. Again, change how you think. Let God's word be your filter. Study. Put God's word in. Number two, the things that's given you for this year, the dreams that's given you, turn them into pictures in your head and see yourself there. Stay there consistently, every day, prayerfully. Prayerfully meditate. See yourself in those things. See yourself there. See it possible in your heart. Check those people in your thinking. Meet them in your thinking. Imagine how it will happen. How you look, what you wear, how you feel on that day. When this happens, how will I feel? Feel it now. Let your heart touch it. Let your heart touch it. Block, we have to block. Mute them. Chase them away if you can. But in all things, guard your heart. For your life flows from your heart. When you are betting a new faith baby, keep your own echo chamber. You don't understand. Echo chamber means when you hear what, 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 what you want to hear. When you are betting a new faith baby, a new faith baby, when you know this is God's plan for your life, this is God's will for you, block off anything that says it is not. Till the faith baby is mature enough to, to reduce risk of, of, of miscarriage. Take advantage of the Holy Spirit, the spirit of counsel, to guide you every day in wisdom. As you pray in tongues, expect spirit of counsel. Expect his ministry of teaching, of instruction, of counsel. Ah, invest time in your ability.
ability to think creative, creatively. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Expecting the ministry of the Spirit of Counsel. Can I say this evening? Can I benefit? Father, help us understand these things. Make your prayer. Help me understand. Help me practice. What we have here tonight, let us go further and deeper into our hearts. That we see ourselves beyond today's limitations. Beyond address issues. Yeah. That we see possibilities. That we see possibilities. That when men say casting down, we say this way up. We see possibilities. Possibilities. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. It is possible. It is doable. What you have sent me, I can do it. What you have sent me, I can do it. What you have promised, I can lay hold of. It is possible. I, I, I deserve it. I am deserving of it. Yes, I can. Oh, yes, I will. We commit ourselves to renewed minds. A change of thinking. Protecting your faith, baby, till you bet what he has promised you. Ah, this year, I'm cooking something. Oh, imagine, you know, it go down. This year, I'm cooking something. And it must, it must cook well. That dream job, I am cooking it. I am cooking something this year. That idea, that business, I'm cooking it. I'm cooking it. I'm ready this year. I won't come out the way I went to do this year. I must come out at least 10 times better. I must come out looking like, like what you have promised me. I must come out with the promise fulfilled, achieved, accomplished. When those thoughts come to say it can be done, Ah, my new thinking will say, yes, it can be done. Why not? I lay hold of the help of God. I am deserving. I am capable. I'm a leader. I have good, I have good, ideas, good thinking. I will share my ideas. My ideas make sense. Me, that's now. I'm a child of God. My ideas are shareable. And when I talk, ah, the room listens. Why? I'm coming from somewhere. I've been cooked in the spirit. I study my books, my, my tech books. I study everything. I study and I pray well. I study my secular books. Study the word. I pray well. So I am always ready. So I have functioning in me the spirit of, the spirit of counsel. So I have right ideas per time. My words are full of grace and help. Full of, full of, full of, full of ideas that solve problems. When I come into the room, people will know he has come. The answer has come. I walk with my shoulders high. I am Yeshua's son. I am head and not tail. I belong to the tribe of Judah, the lion's tribe. I am bold. I am audacious. I am deserving. I belong to the top. I am head and not tail. I am Yeshua's. 
I belong to the family of Yahweh, where rulers come from, the tribe of kings. He has made me a king and a priest, and I reign on the earth. Not I will, I reign now. Because I'm a king and a priest now. So, as a priest, I pray, I study, as a king, I reign. In all I put my hand to do, the kingship is going to show there. The dominion will show over things, over circumstances, over everything, over inventions, the dominion will show. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. We hope you were blessed by that sermon. Chance to growth and global impact. Feel free to contact us via our social media platform at This Green Church. And do join us every Sunday by 9 a.m. and Wednesday by 6 p.m. to be a part of our family. Remember, you are that Savior. You are light and life to your world.